Welcome back to Eclectic Soul Podcast. I am Jen, and this crazy lady sitting over here next to me is Jen! Yay! Hi! And as promised, we come back with two more cognitive functions to speak about. Tonight, I will be talking about TI, and Jen will be talking about TE, correct? Yes. What is, what is TI? What does it stand for? Introverted Thinking. And T.E. is extroverted thinking. Yeah. Any extroverts out there? Because <laughs> we're introverts. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we're keeping on with the uh, the little process here of talking about cognitive, fun- yeah, I can't even talk, cognitive functions and how we can relate and um, the dominance and... The, what is assistance and just, you know, where it sits with some people. Some people, it's their first chair, some it's second, so pilot or co-pilot. Or it's the 10-year-old or the 4-year-old in the backseat going, are we there yet? <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> so, but, um yeah. Let us know what you think about our last podcast. Uh, let us know what you think about this. And I guess we'll just keep rolling here. Um, so TI, introverted thinking is one of the four judging decision-making processes in the brain. In the brain. People whose dominant function is TI are known for being very analytical, very logical, and very objective. Their brains are wired for that. Um, introverted thinkers develop complex systems and models in their heads, and these models explain how things work. As I was saying, the brain controls everything. Um, let's see. Whenever a dominant TI comes across new information, they test it against their internal models to see if it fits. If it does, they store it to new information in the correct category. If it does not, they would think it might be correct information and they will completely reevaluate their mental model to understand why it does not accommodate the new information. Wow, that's very... Uh... To me, that's not very logical. Because <laughs> if it's logical, it's going to actually work. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you, you would hope so? You would hope so. Yeah. So, hmm. Um, dominant in, intuitive or introverted thinkers have been known for creating or inventing entirely new systems, models, and theories. They have the need to know how things work down at the deepest level. That would be probably like my little brother, Tommy, wanting to know how a radio works. And he literally takes the radio apart. And the radio wasn't working very functionally to begin with because it was a very old radio. He took it all apart, put it back together in the thing actually worked (laughs) the personality types that were ti for ti that is a dominant function are intps istps 
personally personality type, excuse me, where TI is an auxiliary function or ENTPs and ESTPs. So interesting. And just to give you a few of those people, like Albert Einstein was an INTP. It's not like he took the test, but from what um, they can compose of, that's what he was. Charles Darwin was also an INTP. Larry Page, INTP. Tina Fey is an INTP. Simon Cowell is an ISTP. Bruce Lee was an ISTP. Tom Cruise is an ISTP. And I do have a link that you can go to and see this, but it will be in the very last episode. We will add all the links for everyone to go to, um, be able to look back and see where we get this information from. So that is that part. Um, but yeah, I just, I just have it. I can understand them wanting to do it themselves. I can understand that they're, you know, they want to go at it alone. I even like doing things alone. I, it's just because I think logically I can get it done a lot better without having a lot of people intruding on what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it's less chance of mistakes. So I get that. Um, but I'm also a Virgo and a perfectionist. So, but, um, yeah. It's supposed to be like a second nature to them when it comes to thinking and perceiving. So, mm -hmm. interesting. So, TEs, what, what, what are they? Are they similar because they're extrovert, extroverted? They're not. And they're not? At all. Mm. Um, so, do tell. So, I'll start with talking a little bit about judging functions because in the last episode of the Sensing was perceiving functions, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, judging fun functions, um, there's four. Mm -hmm. um, and so the TI and the TE are judging functions. And basically what that means is, is that it's how people make decisions and mm -hmm. evaluate information. Mm -hmm. um, but it also determines how we should think, how we should treat each other, and what our value should be. Right. Okay. So, TE basically is a thinking function because that's what the T is, right? Mm -hmm. So they share, the TI and the TE share thinking, mm -hmm. right? So there's that 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 um, analysis mm -hmm. that's going on, that they share. Mm -hmm. But the difference is, is that you've got the introverted and the extroverted. So with TI, it's very internalized. Mm -hmm. Where with the TE, it's pushing it outwards, into your environment. Mm. So the reason why we split the TI and the TE up between me and Jin this way, this mm -hmm. time, is because Jin has an inferior TI function. So it made sense for her to, and obviously we'll talk about inferior at, at the end here. So it made sense for her to do TI and it made sense for me to do TE because actually, actually TE is my second function. So I'm actually dominant in TE. Mm. So I understand this function very, very well because it is, it's not my first function. So it's right. not like I do this hundred percent of the time, mm -hmm. but I do it a lot. It's, mm -hmm. it's like my supporting function. Um, personality types that have this as dominant, which would be your first position are going to be ENTJs 
and ESTJs. So those are the ones that are going to do the second nature. And I'm an INTJ. Right. Or FJ, excuse me. And <laughs> she is an INTJ. Right. And so co-pilot, right, mm-hmm. which is second function, is going to be INTJs and ISTJs. Okay. So those are the personality types that have dominant TE. Right. So basically what this means is, in, in one word, is basically effectiveness. TE is when you take thinking and analysis and mm-hmm. you put it outwards and, and you're not sitting there like contemplating it within yourself mm-hmm. you're, and you're pushing it out into the world, you're trying to make something happen. You're trying to find a solution to a problem. You're basically asking, how are we going to get to this end goal mm-hmm. in the most efficient way possible? So the reason why TI and TE are different is because TI isn't really concerned about the end. Right. They are just concerned. They just want to sit and dwell on all the little tiny details that make up. It's kind of like the journey and the destination, if you were. Right. Well, so like you were, you were talking about how you, like the radio, where you break it all right. apart. And you're just wor- you're looking at all the little pieces and you're just trying to like fit all the little pieces together. Mm-hmm. TE could care less about that right. because they, they would look at that as like, this is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I just want the radio to work right? <laughs> because there's a reason why I need the radio to work. Right. Whatever the situation I might be, I don't have the time right. to sit here. It, it, I'm not saying that wouldn't be fascinating, mm. but if we're having a party, for example, mm-hmm. And we need to get this radio to work. Mm-hmm. The TE is going to basically be like, okay, we're having a party. This needs to be working by the time the party starts. How are we going to get this radio to work at the specific time? And if I don't have the knowledge to fix a radio, you get either a TI. <laughs> you're going to get. You're either going to buy a new radio, exactly, or you're going to find somebody who already knows how to fix it with, right. without having to learn it yourself. Right. It's not saying that people with TE don't want to learn things. It's just they are very in the moment, like, what are we going to do to fix the situation? Right. So they are problem solvers, and they um, they are going to be the best at coming up with an end solution. So, like, in math, for example, they w- they're going to do really well with a formula already made. Mm-hmm. Because boom, 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 we already know what, what right. to do. Somebody with TI are going to be the people that are going to be sitting there contemplating all the formulas that there are, and, like this is a cool formula. Maybe I can do this with this and, and, and try to come up with other formulas. Okay. So it's just a different <clears throat> approach. But again, that's why I said I understood yeah. you when yeah. you said that it's not very logical because it's, to me in my brain, logic is okay. We, we need to get here. Right. There has to be a process <laughs> that comes with a solution. Right. They're, they do have, not saying TIs don't have solutions. It's just that if that solution does not work in their logic, then it doesn't work. And so it's not their priority. Right. It's right. They're more fascinated with all of the outcomes that there is. Right. They're not really looking at a particular goal. Right. They're just fascinated with all the possibilities. Right. Right, but definitely, especially with the list of people that I gave off, you know, they, they're, um, I mean, come on, Albert Einstein, he's a scientist, Charles Darwin, they're both scientists, they, 
they did things over and over again. If something didn't work, they kept trying. Mm-hmm. They had they had their own theories of right. how things came about. Um, it was very interesting. Do I agree with everything that they did? No, because I think that there's much faster ways to get about it. But then again, I want to do it my own way. Right. Right. But... But, you know, you need both, right? Right. You, you need people, you need TI because those are the people that are going to come up with all of this stuff. They're going right. to sit there and dwell on things and come <clears throat> up with all of these things. It might, now some of that stuff might not lead anywhere. Right. You might, you know, spend years on something and only get one, right. you, you know, usable right. thing. But that's how you get things at all right right they're so, like the inventors they right they, they put in over the amount of time even like on okay albert einstein did he not create was the no that was thomas edison i wonder which one thomas edison is because he said that it took him 99 times to figure out how the light bulb work he probably is one of the he dominant probably ones. is yeah interesting but you know that they they just keep going until they get Mm -hmm. the results they want and again going back to this introverted extroverted thing so people with strong t regardless of whether Mm -hmm. it's te or ti they're not going to focus a lot on emotion okay because when you're talking about analysis of any kind Mm -hmm. emotion gets in the way of analysis Mm -hmm. okay regardless of whether you're working alone or you're trying to make it usable right because Emotion is is subjective, mm-hmm. right? It, there's no black and white with emotion. It's not like you go into a situation and this is how you should, everyone should feel, right? Everyone's right. going to feel however the hell they want to feel. Right. right, right. So when you're talking about people with strong T, right. okay, they're going to look at emotion as being messy right, and in the way. Okay? Right. So typically you're either going to have people who are going to be heavy in T and then you're going to have people who are heavy in F, which are feeling. Okay? Right. And that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, you're going to have, you're going to have heart, there's going to be some kind of misunderstanding sometimes. Right. Uh, people who have TI, I find, because they are very internal with their analysis, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are going to, like, be very reclusive. Mm-hmm. And not, they're going to hide themselves away in a room and you'll never see them forever. And they're going to be... Kind of like the hermits. Yeah. Okay, because they are tinkering and and really involved in their analysis, and they're not, because they don't have the E, right? Right. They're not sharing that information with the world, and they're not really caring about what's going on, right? Right. uh, With the outside world. So they're going to be very reclusive, right? Right. People with TE, like myself, Mm -hmm. right, Um, because it's an extroverted thing, we want to share... Your Our analysis with other right. people. We want to have discussions. We want to make things happen in the world. Right. We want solutions. Done. We want to see things happening outside. So there is a huge, a huge difference in that as well. You know, especially like if one of you come up with a cure to cancer, you want that known. You want the world to know that. You did all of this research. You did all of this study. You did all of these back-to-back analysis and stuff. And this this particular formula created this particular 
medicine that actually transformed a disease that was incurable to being cured. Mm-hmm. And that was something that a TE would want to be pushed into the public for people to know that, yeah, we found a cure. Yeah, we found something. And, and that's just one thing that it's just you bring to life to the something mm-hmm. that is useful to everyone. Right. So basically, there, it's kind of like the TE people use the TI people's research. Exactly. And they make it usable. Yeah. Um, and then also just to kind of give an example of how positions really do affect mm-hmm. how these things manifest. Um, you Even though people are dominant in functions, mm-hmm. they do manifest differently depending upon where it's located. So I'm going to use myself and I'm going to use Key as an example. Okay. okay. Because Key, mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know, he's a member of Shiny. And he's the only ENTJ that I know. So that's why I'm using him as yes, an example. Yes. I, mean, I don't know him personally, but right. I can't think of anybody else to use. Okay. Right. So he is 100% dominant in TE. Yes. Okay. It's his, it's first function. Mm-hmm. So yes, we both are dominant in TE, but he has it way more than I do. Right. And so he is going to be a lot more dominant and unemotional and very like this needs to happen kind of thing because I have it in my second position I am going to hesitate so I'm going to contemplate right and then say okay this needs to happen so there so even even though people are dominant in those positions um there is still going to be a slight variation as to how that's going to play out because somebody who has something that's dominant in that first position, there's no hesitation there. They are always going to be, that is like a hundred percent them all the time. Right. So they're going to be in a, going into a situation where they want, they're always going to want to be, every situation had better be this way. Effectiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has to be effective. Every, there is a system and a, and a routine and a, and a procedure and, Everything needs to be a certain way. This is the way things are. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to get to this end goal. And so there's not going to be a, a lot of like thinking and over analysis with, right. that, with that. Where me having it in the second position, because I have another cognitive functions dominant, I'm not going to immediately go into every situation and be like, this is the way it needs to be and da-da-da. I'm going to think about it a little bit more and then use it when I think it needs to be used. Because it's your secondary. Right. And your primary is? And I, which we will talk about next time. Yep. See? We're, <laughs> we're just going to keep bringing stuff to you. <laughs> but, um, and yes, this can be confusing. And it can be hard to understand. But trust me, if you figure out exactly who you are and see where your stacks is, the information that we give you can simplify your life a little easier because you understand yourself a little better. In order for you to feel comfortable and to be happy, 
you need to be able to express your dominant cognitive functions. Right. So if you're in, in environments all the time or with people all the time that do not understand or share your cognitive functions, you're really going to have to rethink those situations because they, they're part of who you are. And if you're not able to express those mm-hmm. health, in a healthy situation, you're going to be having issues. You're going to start get displaying unhealthy behaviors, right. repressing things, and, and maybe even depression and, and other things like that. So yep. um, it, it is really, really good to understand your dominant cognitive functions and know other people's do- uh, dominant cognitive functions so you can find people who understand. I mean, you don't have to have the same, but they're going to be complementary cognitive functions. Right. Right. No, where they're going to give you the space that you need right. to be to be yourself, essentially. Right, right, right. So, right. I I agree. So, all right, inferior. Yes, inferior. We're going on. We're going on to the <laughs> inferior. So you. So basically, you know, we talked about the first two positions. Correct. But there's a stack of four, right? Mm-hmm. So the the bottom two, which is like your ten year old and your three year old, third and fourth position. Mm-hmm means that these particular positions, um, you're not going to be very strong in them. Um, you want to be, but it's, it's not going to uh, show itself in a, in a positive way all the time. Or mm-hmm. um, you might display it like a little bit here and there, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of goes away. Um, I'm going to read what, I have a little chart here. I'm going to okay. read what it says, and then we can add more to it. Okay. Um, but here... Um, it says, we'll start with TI, I guess, because okay. you, this is you. Mm-hmm. You have a, a third position TI, which would be one of the, I, what they call tertiary, I, I but it's one of the lower or inferior functions for TI. And it says, uh, thinking patterns of what makes sense become small and myopic, cannot be reasoned with, will only see their own logic. Thinking patterns become small and oh. It says, becomes cold, removed, and focused on Mm self-preservation. Okay. So this is showing you what happens when you're displaying TI in an inferior position. So what do you think that means when I read that? I'm a, I'm a 10 year old. I know. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sit and listen. <laughs> exactly. <There you> go. <laughs> so yeah, you like, you want, there's a, you have your own logic yes. in your mind yes. and you won't listen to anybody no, else. I don't want to listen to you. Nope. And, and then you come off as being cold. Yep. And removed. Yep. <laughs> and I'm not really, I'm actually a very nice person, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's basically showing how your TI is coming out. Not very productive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. It can be when I'm in my zone. Well, if yeah, when if I'm you're in my zone and I, if, if I'm working on something I truly love, this takes the driver's seat. But it has to be something I'm really passionate about and really love and that is something I need to like focus on and get done and then I'm okay. But as soon as it's done and over with, I'm like, see ya. <laughs> I did my job. That's all it counts. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going back to what I want to do. <laughs> but yeah, so. But it's going to be very specific. Like, yeah. and that's what that's, this says is it's big, small, right? Like yeah. you're going to focus in on like 
one specific little thing, and it's mm -hmm. almost like mm -hmm. you don't see. No. No. Not like, all the so time. somebody with TI, right, they're going to be really more broader, right? They're, right. They're going to look at everything and get just swallowed up by all the possibilities, right? True. But knowing that I have actually been an INFJ since I was 20 years old, mm -hmm. 21, actually, um, I one thing that I always remember when I took driver's ed mm -hmm. is that I actually still use this philosophy to this day with my driver's yeah. ed teacher is always get the big picture. No matter who you are, no matter your personality type, no matter nothing, always get the big picture. Always examine everything in front of you. You may not need it but do you, at that but, moment. But do you know what you're saying right now? What? Yeah, that's not T.I. No, it's not. It's N. That's next week. That's next week. Or next time. <laughs> Um, but, yeah. but because I look at everything right, right. and I absorb everything, I see what's going on. I tend to, when it comes to working and, and trying to do that inverted thinking with something that, that I need to find a solution to something, I'm actually a good problem solver, but I have to be in the mood to do it. I'm right. I am. I will push it on the back burner as far as I can until I have no more choice but to do it. I am a procrastinator. I know I'm the first one to say it. But I do it. And when right. I do it, I do it right. right. But it's not my first choice. So, right. so I'm that 10-year-old. Yes, I'm that 10-year-old. You can keep it. I don't want it. <laughs> I just don't want it. I'm going to do what I want to do. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, couldn't help it. I had to be my 10-year-old at that moment. Okay, so the TE, right? Uh-huh. So inferior TE, and I we do know somebody who has inferior TE. Yeah. I'm my like, husband. Uh-huh. How I keep hurting myself. Um, so he has TE where you have TI. <laughs> <laughs> So again, he likes effectiveness. Uh huh. Um, he wants to be very good at it, but again, he has his. Mo it's only like flashes and moments in uh -huh. certain situations. So this is what it says: controlling, pushes to make something happen, will do anything to get their own way, from angry outbursts to passive aggressive behavior, will do what works at any cost. So this is like when they get very stressed, right? Mm -hmm. And again, we talked about this on the first uh, right. cognitive function episode. Your inferior functions are going to come out a lot more when you're more in a negative state. Right. Because they're not mature. Right. So TE, when you become very stressed, you're going to realize, oh, things are kind of chaotic right now. I should put my TE, sh I really should start getting things together. So it's more of like the stress response of, Okay, now I'm gonna organize everything. It has to be this way, and da, 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 you know, like. Oh my god, I got four hours left to do this. What the fuck am I gonna do? Right, like me, who has a dominant function in TE, mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen to me, mm -hmm. because I just I plan the whole thing out already. Mm -hmm. So if if things are falling apart, I have my backup plan. Mm -hmm. Right, so somebody with inferior TE is going to be like, the shit hits the fan, and now they're trying to be responsible about mm -hmm. it. 
they're now they're going okay things need to be a certain way now mm. i need the structure or i need to find the solution to this problem right and obviously when you get it as 10 year old instead of three-year-old you're going to be able to maybe do a little bit of planning right, right. because you're going to have moments where the te is going to be productive right right somebody with a three-year-old is not going to be showing this very much. They're going to be like, what? They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're really <laughs> going to be st- only showing it mostly in stress. And, and, and it's going to be full-on temper tantrum because two- and three-year-olds and four-year-olds, when they don't get their way or they don't understand why it can't be something they want it, they will rebel very negatively. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that... We don't want to know how to do it, or we don't want to do it. It's just, it's not our priority. And it also comes across, I think, as perfectionism in a way, in a, mm-hmm. in a certain way, because there is this kind of, like, like they said, controlling right. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because when they are really hyper-focused, mm-hmm. um, they're, 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 they get anxious or... Um, they're under a lot of stress, and mm-hmm. so they want something, they have an end goal that needs to happen, right? Right, And they're not, you know, open and whatever. Lolly gagging, yeah. And so it comes across as very like, it, this, okay, this has to be this way, and this has to be this way, and da-da-da-da-da. They come across as a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that they're always going to be nasty about no. it. No. But it's going to come across as being profession, uh, perfectionistic, because... Mm. Um, they they now have an end goal that right. they're they have they're really anxious about right and so it's it's like duh, 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 duh. right where if you were planning this out and you had lots of right. time you know it, it you're it's more free flowing and it's like okay you know we've got this week we're gonna do this and then right. da, da, da. Right. and then we'll get to our end goal right that's a more mature right way of te there right. instead of being like okay I'm gonna wait. Until, like, I've got all this pressure on me, and now I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, be, you know, I'm really gonna plan <laughs> this out and try to come up with a solution right. to this problem. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's good to find people who display your inferior cognitive functions, I mean, that you have that are dominant yeah. in them, because your inferior functions, you're always trying to work on them right. and improve them so that they don't come only come out when you're in a negative place. Right. If you have kind of like a role model, mm-hmm. it shows you how that function should be displayed. Right. You're obviously never going to perform it the way that those people no. do. But it gives you a goal. It gives you something to look at and go, okay, can I act a little bit more like in these situations? When I when I notice that I'm acting out my inferior function, I'm going to remember that person. I'm going to be like, what would this person do in this situation? Right. And try to act more like them. And then you'll start to see that you've got a little bit more control out of it instead right. of being really right. chaotic, you know. Right. Um, and I know this works really well because, like I said, um, you know, it, and it complements, you know, it, especially when you're trying to get something, there's certain situations where you're trying to get something done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that you need a particular cognitive function in order for something uh, to happen, right? Um, you need to find somebody with that cognitive function that can do it well so that you know that you're going to be able to accomplish something. Right. Um, so like, you know, me and Brian, for example, um, we're very complementary with our cognitive functions because we have two cognitive functions where we're opposites of each other. Right. So that means that he's very good at something that I'm not very good at and vice versa. 
So, but they're complementary. Right. So, you still understand, because they're inferior functions on both sides, we understand that function. Mm-hmm. We just don't perform them well, so the mm-hmm. other person does. And so, um, because I have dominant a dominant TE, and mm-hmm. he has an inferior TE, he understands TE. So mm-hmm. it's better than somebody like you who doesn't have TE, right? Right. He's going to understand TE better maybe in a situation than you. Right. But because I'm performing it at a high level, mm-hmm. I, he he's relying on me mm-hmm. to, to basically fill in that inferior gap, right? Mm-hmm. He has really high FI, right? Which we haven't gone into yet. I have an inferior FI. So he is a lot better at his emotions mm-hmm. than I am. Um, and so, again, he, he's going to step up when I'm lacking in that area, right? right? And so, that shows good support in right. the relationship because you do complement each other when the other can't do, the mm-hmm. other steps in right. and vice versa. Right. And that's a great thing. And it can work like that at a marriage and it can work like that yeah, at anything. an office, just with friends, with family, so, you know, if you got three sisters or three, you know, siblings and you all have a different cognitive function from each other or two of you have one and the other two might have an inferior one, mm-hmm. you know when to help each other out, when to step up for each other and everything. Um, it's probably why I was my brother's protector, but I am a protector naturally with the INFJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't like to see people being bullied and pushed around and everything. That really bothers me. But that's your FE. Yeah. And which we'll talk about in the very, yeah. I think last episode. I'm not sure. Yeah, we I, th- I, th- yeah I think it yeah. is the last. So, um, but in, you know, there's. There's so many, well, there is eight. We each get four. We each have a dominant, a second. So we each have a pilot, a co-pilot, the 10-year-old and the four or three-year-old in the backseat. And if we are fortunate enough to get co-workers and friends and spouses or, you know, whatever, in our lives that we're the opposites or we complement and we help each other with it. I mean, that's like having all eight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. working together for something better. Mm -hmm. So that's just my way of looking at it. Yeah. You know, but I I try to be positive, so. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you want to use them. You want to to, to right. make make your life right your life better and and to um, you know help others and right and you know it we we already talked about it but yeah you know understanding what your cognitive functions are and what other people's cognitive functions are helps you understand why you're compatible with certain people in certain areas right and why you're not because. Right. There, everybody's going to have different cognitive functions. There's exactly. not anybody out there. I mean, unless you meet somebody who's got the same exact personality type as you. Right. But um, if somebody has a cognitive function that you don't have, they're not going to understand that. Right. And that's typically where the disconnect is going to be. Right. Right. So 
I mean, Jen and I aren't always on the same page. No, because we there are certain functions right. that we do not share. And so I he, she's not going to understand what I'm doing, and I'm not going to understand what she's doing. But if we know what all the cognitive functions are, we understand, okay, that's what's going on right here. Right. So I'm just going to... Back up a little bit. And, and just give let a it little, be. Let, you know, give a little space. If, that, if I'm asked or she's asked for help, then we'll chime in, you know. But we have so much other stuff that there's more of a connection between us because we are both introverts. We both are very intuitive and we both share judging. So our personalities are similar Mm -hmm. and we, and just in general, our ruling planet is the same. Um, So that helps. And then we have the same taste in a lot of things. So that even helps. It's not, it, you have to look at it as a, tool to enhance your life to get the best out of your life and that's about all I can say about anything that can help you grow as a human being to enhance your life to enjoy your life and enrich your life for the positive purpose of you being on this planet then I say run with it go with it let it flow mm-hmm. like water mm-hmm. over the rocks or like chocolate, which <laughs> I wish I could have a piece right now. But anyway, um, we hope you understand. Uh, uh, well, no, not understand. Jen, cut that part out. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. We are going to wrap it up and we will bring the next set of cognitive functions to you. So we have two more episodes of this, and we hope you enjoy it. We thank you for joining us. And other than that, stay blessed, stay positive. Um, We are here for you. Reach out to us. We have all types of social media. We've got IG. We've got our own page on Facebook. Um, We would be glad to hear from you. We even have an email. So, yeah. With all that said, take care, have a lovely day, evening, night, depending on when you hear this, and uh, I bid you all peace and lots of love and light. Blessed be. Blessed be. Bye, Bye. y'all. And if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is Eclectic Soul Podcast. Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is Eclectic Soul. And our website is eclecticsoul.org. Jen? If you want to reach me, my personal website is musicandmystery.com. My SoundCloud is the SoundCloud page, the soundcloud.com slash Jennifer dash Feltman. My Facebook is at music and mystery. And my Instagram is at music and mystery. And if you would like to reach me personally, my Facebook is at just call me Jinjin. My Instagram is at call me Jinjin or look for goddess. And my Twitter is at Jen Sullivan. 
Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.